All right. If you brought a Bible, why don't you grab it with me this morning? Uh, we're right in the middle. In the book of Psalms, pretty easy to find. Open it right to the middle. Psalms 139 this morning, uh, verse 13 through 16. You know, it's funny when uh, uh, Seth was leading worship this morning, there's something inside of me that was just wanting to, I don't know, break out. I I don't want to be in the way of the Holy Spirit working. You know, I don't want to be the bottleneck or the the person who puts the lid uh, on what God wants to do when we're gathered together. And so I was back there in the back, just, I've stirred up. (laughs) So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about vision today. Uh, Do you have a vision for your life? Do you have a picture in your mind? Do Do you have somewhere that you want to be in your future? Something you want to achieve? A something that you would like to see yourself doing to serve God? Or or to be used by God? Do you do you see something? out there and then my next question is could you explain it to anyone or or do you have any kind of strategy so to speak plan of of how you would like to get there I don't want you to have to leave (laughs) bless your heart oh you know uh I read an article a couple of months ago as we were getting ready to start the new year, new decade, you know, 2020. And uh, one of the things that it was talking about is uh, that most people in society today really don't have a vision. They, they don't really have a vision for their life. They, uh, they have a general idea of what they hope for. Uh, they want to be happy. Uh, some people hope to be married, have families. Not everyone today. Uh, some people would like to be rich or at least, you know, financially free. A certain amount of influence, you could call it famous or whatever. Uh, but, but most people, to be honest, are just drifting through life, hoping tomorrow will be better than today, hoping for a break, maybe a promotion, uh, maybe a new job, uh, meet, meet someone, uh, maybe win the lottery. I, I don't know. Uh, Proverbs 29, verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But happy is he who keeps the law or the word. How do we know the word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path? It gives us vision many times in our life. We need tracks to run on. We need boundaries for our life. And I'm thankful for God's word. But, but I'm hoping that inside of you that maybe there's something that's unsettled. It's a dream. It's a, it's a vision. A, a few years ago, our son, he lives over in the UK, and, and uh, uh, he sent us a set of videos, you know, BBC, uh, British Broadcasting, what is it, Corporation or something. Uh, anyway, they, they, they do the Discovery Channel. And he sent us some videos uh, of planet Earth and of the solar system and life underneath uh, the surface of the ocean. And they are stunning. I mean, the, the photography, uh, they're, they're just stunning. I mean, creation, if you look at it very closely, it, it blows your mind. The, the beauty of creation, 
just how, how intricately God created the heavens and the earth and, you know, things under the oceans. Just, it, it, it blows your mind. You, you can't say that God doesn't have a plan for everything, that everything is unique, that everything is valuable to God to the, to the nth degree, that every detail, the way little, little fish will shine, you know, in the darkness and stuff. I mean, God, you know, I, frankly, I think God was just showing off when he made things. I think he was, you want to see something cool? Look at that. You know, some of the stuff. You know, there's, a, the little, there's this little organism that looks like, it looks like a little rounded shell that swims along in the water, and it has the same system in it as a submarine, where it can take, it can take oxygen out of seawater and fill itself up, and it raises itself up, and then it goes down. Now, why would God put all that effort into what looks like a bug? I, I don't know. Because he can. <clears throat> Did he put any effort into your life? When he created you or fashioned you, the Bible says. Let's look at um, Psalms 139. David said, for you created me. uh, you, You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Let's stop for a minute. How many of you have a mom or a grandma who knits? Or maybe crochets, you know. Yeah, I mean, my dad's mom, she, she knitted some of the most amazing Afghans or crocheted these little doilies, you know, that sat on the end tables in her house. I was afraid to set anything on them, you know. They were, they were so detailed. She'd have a whole tablecloth that was crocheted and just the detail. And this, this word knit, we can't, we can't quite catch it, but, but there, there's a lot of passion and romanticism in the craftsmanship here. Uh, when, when it says that, when it says, you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes, these are God's eyes. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All my days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Isn't that amazing? Does that give you a sense of purpose or sense of value or sense of significance that God would fashion you, knit together, form you intentionally and very creatively uh, in your life. Your life is not an accident, even though I know that's what our culture teaches children today, that, you know, just, you know, boom, it happened, and here we are, you know, we've crawled out of slime. And, but, but that's not true, because God made us personally. He fashioned everyone out of our lives. Unfortunately, what happens is life gets busy.